bounce the check. Bob's looking at me funny. Do something. Welcome to AC Presents. I'm Alex. I'm Jared. Greetings, programs. I'm Adrian. And we're back for episode 100. It's a clip show. So we're just going to, I pulled audio from the last nine episodes and we're done. You guys can go home now. Uh, good night. Uh, no. Laura mentioned, she's like, oh, you can do a clip show? I laughed. I was like, no, that's way too much work. Go through a hundred episodes and pull one clip out of each one. I was like, either do that for a hundred episodes or 99 episodes or just I'll talk for one hour. This can be a lot faster and easier. Ooh, you'd be really cool is if like you, you just took a random minute from all the episodes and just started splicing them together. It'll just be the intro from and every. Oh, that'll be that's the is the intro from everyone, and it just happens to be the full regular intro. All right, that's it. That's a clip from every, <laughs> from all ninety nine previous episodes. It'd be just that on loop, even just all right, an hour oh, of the God. intro. I hope the people that do that for real shows get paid really well because that's a lot to go through. Yes, it is to do actual clip shows and everything. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and obviously someone somewhere is already taking notes. Kind of maybe, oh, that's a good spot for a blooper or a, it's, that's it's a, the intern's job. You know, whatever. The yeah, right. that. We don't have interns, do we? No. <laughs> Can we get an intern? Uh, that'd be nice. I mean, I need to renovate the basement. That's part of the job for the internship. Yeah. Okay. Help renovate the basement, too. It's it's for the show from a certain point of view. Very much is. Uh, I'm on board. Yeah. Because you, you're, you're on chair. Because you don't want to help. That's why. And neither do I, but it is what it is. Uh, so yeah, uh, this is our grand finale. No, it's not the finale. Just, uh, episode 100, we're like, well, we could do our Halloween horror stuff that we've been doing, you know, last week also, but we decided, no, let's just do, we'll kind of touch on that a little bit, I, I mean, think. There are definitely books, horror books that, actually, one of mine, I mean. Yeah. Well, I meant like the actual book books, not single yeah, issues. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right, book books. Last oh, right. week we did The Vein. Next week we're going to do... Walking Dead, Volume Very 1. Very good. This is what we're talking about next week. Yeah, I remembered. Yeah, I forgot. And I had I to ask you earlier. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jared, don't forget we got Heroes of the Week. Oh, That's thank awesome. you. Yeah, you forgot I remembered it. last week. Yeah. But this you, week. No, you remember last week. You remember like three weeks ago. Oh, yeah. It's still in your notes. You just yeah. used it then last week. Yep. But, but I way. timed it perfectly because it was my boss's retirement. There you go. So. so now you're new here. The week is the new boss. Oh, thank you. Good one. I mean, well, let's not give credit <laughs> no before they actually suck earn it. up. And let's see if they earn it first. They don't just give it away willy nilly. That's true. Uh, this is a very prestigious award. To yeah, be mentioned in every week in this show, and that's, it, that's why it's you. Have, you always remember before we remind you. You guys just tell me, and I come up with something in thirty seconds, literally. So. Which really isn't. <clears throat> not impressive. I mean, that is. I'm good at what I do. <laughs> I mean, I, I do that. Like sometimes, sometimes if I know I do. Like sure, I'll go first. If I don't remember, like hey, Jared, you're going first, or Adrian, or Laura, because I got nothing right now. But anyway, uh, other things that we've talked about in the podcast, other than heroes of the week that we quickly forget about, uh, is just books in general. So, what are some books of the last 99-ish episodes that you guys are on? Well, that, generally speaking. Generally speaking? No, I'm not generally. <laughs> that one was bad. That was bad. <laughs> the fans of How I Met Your Mother, they, they, they saluted I also. I got you. I, I got you, and I didn't salute. 
no, we've really only started doing um, book club books of the week for the, about what? When did we start that? In that um, terrible time of saga. Yeah, that was saga. Yeah, that was terrible. Was it twenty? You guys liked it. Twenty one. I, yeah, I think it was last year. I think it was. I think it was fall like last year. fall of last year. We it started. was because saga came back at the beginning of this year, so we were ramping up to that. Right. Whoever's yep. listening, uh, if you can uh, correctly identify which episode we started, uh, you get to use my employee discount. Ha! There you go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so and the, mine. Uh, yeah, there you go. Not technically, even an employee. I didn't get an employee discount. And you, my employee discount at Walmart. Because <laughs> I don't work there. I, I get a self checkout discount. <laughs> The five finger kind. No, no, no. They got cameras now. Yeah, yeah I know they do. I looked up. I'm like, hey, there I am. You, so already off tangent. Have you guys been to the new the Meyer recently? The how they've done renovations, yeah, yeah. and now there's like a maze to go through the self checkout. Like, I don't, I don't like this. It's bad enough I have to do self checkout because you know, the registers are full. I don't want to go through a maze. Also, have you met people? They're dumb. That's yeah. really smart. Yeah. Do you know how many times I've gone to the theater and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna stand because there's Three registers open. Just do one line. And I go stand behind one of them. Whenever it opens, you just go there. <clears throat> gets in front of me because I was about to take my step and then somebody else. It's like, dude, I, I the line was behind me. Oh, yeah. I get it. People are dumb. Yeah. I just don't like self-checkout. I, I just give me a regular checkout. Especially, only time I do self-checkout is if I literally have one or two things to check out. Mm-hmm. Like today, I ran out of deodorant, so I, before I went to work, I swung by, grabbed some, good to go. But yeah, I just I don't uh, self checkouts, especially when you have coupons. Like yeah, then you have to bag it yourself. Yeah, no, yeah. no, thank you. I did the self checkout one morning at Kroger because they didn't have any person on the registers, and I had wanted just getting a gift card. I'm like, how do I do this? I'm like, I have no idea. It was I'm very not, easy. But... I'm not properly trained for this. Yes. So I, I, need, I, just, I need someone to help. Self-checkout's okay. You make okay. the thing go beep. Well, but sometimes you have to swipe it, too, because they're not activated until purchase. Right. So but this one was. This one, I scanned it, and it says, do you want to activate it? And I said, yes. And no. Was good. I want to I want to buy it and then not be active. That's what I want to do. But Maybe it's my IT background. We Could be. I'm an accountant. I don't know how things work. You know how to count them, though. That's right. <laughs> You you know Excel. That's right. I can do. I can make Excel dance, but we'll that's all there. these things are doing. They just got formulas in there. Hey. You just have to figure out which which one is working, <laughs> which one's doing the job. That's why there should be somebody at the register who already knows that. If if they don't do self checkouts, that's fine. Just have at least one register, one actual exactly. register open. Like okay, I only have I one have thing. Then I'll do self checkout as an option. But when they have like if that's what you said, they had literally no other. Lanes open. Yeah, and this like was that. like at six o'clock in the morning, too. Oh, I wonder what they're going to do at Christmas time. Because they only left like there's, six or seven there's registers not very many. at the other end. Yeah, there's not very many regular that's registers. It's going to be a nightmare. Yeah. But, I mean, that's what drives people to online shopping. I mean, that's not what drives them to online shopping. I don't want to go through the crowds well, and people and stuff especially like that. if there's only especially four registers can, open then yeah screw that right i mean I'll, I or i'll do click the, a button and then have it delivered to me or yeah. even do the curbside pickup like all right fine just bring it to me at that right. point because if i'm gonna wait in line i'll just wait in line in my car and not have to deal with anybody right but anyway <laughs> so this is uh you're in the wrong <clears throat> podcast we're talking about um so so we we at alter you <laughs> comics we don't do self-checkout that's the moral of the story i do self-checkout i don't mind self-checking out 
No, I'm saying we don't at the store. Oh, uh, we we have we, actual yes. cashiers at the store. We're there to serve you. Yeah. Uh. So, anyway, other some books. So we mentioned Saga, which Adrian okay, loved. Surely there is a book that deals with shopping on our list or something that we talk about, right? No. Not Noctera. Really. Noctera had to do with she was delivering product Sup- supply chains, not supply, shopping. I mean. Kind of, yeah, you guys she's somewhere driving a truck and delivering yeah, stuff. Yeah, um, I still wouldn't say that shopping. <laughs> no, no, Shut not that's, by that's means. carrier service. Shut it. Uh, uh, autocracy, Transformers, autocracy that had to do with the the whole economy and the government. Uh, no, that's no. a big stretch. I well, can like, yeah, I can't. As I was saying it out loud, I can now. I got, I'm going to give you some leeway on some of these, but like this one, I, I don't think. No. The closest thing we have was when I read. Did you read the single issue of True Cult, the TRV? Oh, no. List the user, where yeah. it's about. Are those the cultists that actually say, "No, I am in a cult." Uh, sort of, actually. <laughs> uh, but it reminds me a lot of Clerks, where they're at, or more specifically, Clerks Two, where they're at a fast food restaurant. This guy is fed up with the company he's working for, and he decides to rob the strip mall that's nearby. He's like, "Oh, I've been here for 10, 15 years. I know when the bank when the uh, bank truck goes through and blah blah blah, and it it well, first issue he robs all those convenience stores. Or Is that the, tithe? No, it's called True Cult. Oh, it's called True Cult, but it, was, it replaced the U's with V's, so it's True Cult or something like that. Yeah, yeah I do remember that. Uh, I only read the first issue because I'm waiting for the trade to come out, but that one has to do with that because it has retail stores. It was funny because it was a modern modern day. Uh, strip mall is what I was representing. Like, hey, a mattress mart, a place where you get mattresses. Who actually goes to those anymore? Comparison. Why are there or how much... so many mattress stores in Lima? I don't know. It's uh, mob fronts. But they went to all these different places. Like, okay, I'll be able to do one giant score, hit the whole strip mall, and I'll be good. This store, because like this day and age, they don't really have much cash at all. No, everything's so like, digital okay, sales. I'm robbing this place. Okay, 20 bucks. Tronic. 30 bucks. Oh, this one store is the mega, was the mega hit. $200. Like, He's like, oh, afterwards, I made some poor choices. It was not worth it for all the, for the amount of danger and trouble you can get into. This is dumb. But, so that has that has retail and shopping with it. Do you know who has the worst stores, the worst retail stores? Like who's always fails? The owners are lizards because they always grow their tails back. Moving on. Nope, I'm leaving the silence in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm letting it sit. <laughs> The retail stores. They, they, they let their tails grow. No, no, you don't have to explain it. We understand it just fine. Because the funniest jokes are the ones you have to explain. Uh, Jared, what's another book that was good that you've read the, the series? None about lizards growing their tails back. Huh. Um, one of the ones I enjoyed was the Hawkeye book. Um, I originally didn't. That's the Matt, Matt Fraction, Fraction ones. and Aha um, was the artist. Yeah, I didn't care for the art right away, and that's what turned me off of the book when it first came out. And then, is that the one I was talking about? Yeah, yeah, yep. That's the one you guys like pressured us to do. Like, let's sit down and read this book, and it was awesome. I read a few of the volumes beyond the first volume just because it was so good. It was a great series. And no, it had its low spots. It did. But any series does. Any series does. But that was a fun, good book. So Especially the – because at one point, Clint and Kate split up. 
And Kate's story, she goes off to California. It was okay. It was okay. But Clint's story was actually still dealing with the mafia and everything. And it was just, that was the the better part. My favorite issue within that series was the hurricane that went through. Yeah. uh, I don't remember which hurricane it was, but like how he rescued his neighbors and everything. Like, oh, people are drowning or flash because the flash flood and everything. And he was helping put sandbags up. And it was truly boots on the ground, sort of street level. Right. Heroes. Heroes. Yeah. Heroics, that's the word I'm looking for. Uh, one that stands out to me, which we're actually getting a sequel to, is Eve. Uh, post-apocalyptic. Oh, yes. Eve was fantastic. Girl, I don't think there was an issue that we didn't talk about. Right. That and when we it came out, we were just so excited about each week. Yeah. And we actually have not issues. done that on our um, book club part. Book club part. We which, just did single issues because it was so good. Every right. issue. It was I, on the I feel like six we'll, issues? Uh, issues. I think it was five. Five or six. Five. But I imagine just predicting this a little bit. Once the new series comes out, the sequel series, we're going to, for the book club that week, we'll do Eve again because yeah, it was right before, right before. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't it, suck. Don't suck. Don't suck. It was really cool to see a weird post-apocalyptic where there's been mm-hmm. a mystery, this murder teddy bear thing. Right. It was self-contained. Robot killer teddy bear. Yeah. Uh, but it was really interesting to see. And I'm curious to see where they're going to go with it. Yeah. I, it ended strong enough to have a sequel, but it was it could have been a true ending at the same time. Right. It was a the end question mark sort of yeah. thing. Like, okay, it's open-ended. We could get more, but we could also leave it where it is. Um, I'm hoping because there's it wasn't like that done and then two months and then a new one they've taken their time right mm-hmm. I'm hoping true. it is actually a fully developed story then yes. too but I will definitely be reading that one when that one comes back out yep agreed uh, Adrian what's one on your list that uh, you know Halloween scary times um, the me you love in the dark uh, I loved that book I thought it was a really great um, storyline by Scotty Young with uh, Jorge Corona um, doing the art and I thought it was just fantastic all the way through. Another one of those stories where how it ended, probably that's where it could end, but they kind of left it open like maybe we might do another one. It, it would be... <clears throat> I think it would be really w- tough to make another one. It, well, unless they did like a full, like... Because the whole thing with this one was we're seeing the good turn into bad. Like, okay, we're seeing that the relationship eventually go sour. I don't know if the relationship was ever that good. Well, it was in its, uh, it was its infatuation. Honeymoon, the honeymoon period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I but, I mean, it would be interesting if they did more where it's, okay, full-on horror then at that point. Which, for me, that's not what I would I would enjoy. Sure. But there is the audience that would. Like, okay, we got a taste of it with this one. But define horror it. because she got she had very different levels of scared, right? So, first off, just the, the, the existence of the ghost... And she freaks out and runs out of the house. And then the freaking out of like, wait a minute, you have me trapped in a relationship and in this house. So, well, I'd be curious to see how the dark would have evolved since then, too. How, how, what did it learn from that relationship of like, oh, this is how humanity is? Or, you know what? Like, Nothing. As in, well, is, is it a child where it didn't actually learn, just continues to do its same pattern? Or will it be like, okay, well, now I know what to expect, so I can, I'll try to change myself, or no, screw y'all, I'm doing this anyway, and then, like, we see the later version of it. This is more. assuming, though, that the, the thing was there for a long time. 
right has and, existed for a long time. I mean, there's a lot of unknowns with this. That I'm saying there is possibilities, there are options where the story could go. Is what I'm getting at. Like it's not necessarily a defined track of where it would, would definitely go. There's many options where they could take it. Like okay, I could see that option or this option or whatever. Could we see an origin of the thing? Even like where was it an alien? Was it a ghost? What what was the dark? It'd be interesting to see it do the same thing all over again while alive. Possibly. Or you know, honestly, like I could... if it was a human that kind of turned into a demon type story, mm-hmm. that'd be kind of fun. I don't know if we, I don't know. I don't think I would want an origin story of that thing myself. I kind of like, what's it going to do with this next one? Or what did it learn from do a prequel, but not an origin. So kind of like that mystery or surrounding it. I would almost like to see it from the dark's point of view because this one we saw from the girl's point of view of like that would be interesting. See the darks and have uh, do a whole different art style too of like okay now she's the villain and it's the hero because I mean in the the original she was the hero and it was the villain and have like no no this is my home you invaded my space. I tried to make it this way. Then you started being all angry with me and you led me to, you led me to this. Look what you made me do sort of thing. And it'd be an interesting take on that. I always like the stories when you see the different, like the same story, but from a different point of view. Yeah. That's kind of a too dark point of view because he does essentially victimize her. Yeah. He is the bad guy. Oh, he totally is. It's, But it'd be interesting to see, and that would be part of it with having his flat, like do flashbacks of his yeah. origin. Like, okay, where is it coming from? Sort of thing. I don't know. Because, like, what we're seeing with the uh, nice house on the lake, we're getting a lot of justifications on really bad stuff. But it kind of makes a weird sort of sense. I don't know that you can make that relationship, even in a weird sort of sense, make any sort of sense. I don't. Some some characters are just bad, and I think you'd have to write it in the sense of that he doesn't see himself as the bad guy, but he is still the bad guy. Right? Yeah. You know, okay. that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like, like, yes, I'm doing these bad things, but I'm doing I'm doing because I, I love you. I don't want to lose you, sort of thing. Like that. Yeah, not saying it's appropriate or anything like that, but just to have that story out there might be interesting. Right. And in at that as point, long, have as a, long as they don't glorify that type right, of person or the, make him even the opposite, a martyr. Right. You know, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. they've got to they've got to toe that line and make sure that yeah, he is the bad guy. But even if they did it as like a two issue or three or even a, like a free comic book day, a okay, this is this and done. Like a little bit, like oh, well, you're still wrong, but I can see how you got to this point. Yeah, that sort of thing. Yep. That's kind of dangerous, though, I think, sometimes. Sometimes we've seen that come out, and it's like you almost feel bad for the villain that uh, shouldn't be felt bad for because at a certain point, the villain just made his or her choices. Right. It's like, no, you, you're getting exactly what you're, you've sown. So, I don't know. Well, it's kind of like why I don't like the movie The Joker because that's what they do. They're like, oh, right. they make him the, the hero. Like, he's not the hero, though. No, he's the villain. And people are like, oh, but it shows it's the um, killing joke argument. Oh, it's just one bad day can turn you into this monster. Ultimately, it's still your choice. Like, right. Well, yeah. that was actually, that's actually both are because we see Commissioner Gordon. That's what I'm saying, though. Yeah. That's what the Joker movie, people are like, oh, but you can 
the oh, reason why they love the Joker movie, like, oh, because you can see a bad thing can turn you into horrible. Like, no, no, you don't read the Killing Joke. Like, yes, one bad thing could turn you turn turn could turn you horrible, but that is still ultimately your choice to yeah, go look to at, that degree. Look at Bruce and Thomas Wayne; they both had the same exact bad day, and one made a choice to be extremely violent and murderous, and while the other one was extremely well, violent and edge of murder. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, no, but the, there's that line. There is that line, right? There yeah. is that distinction. I will beat the crap out of it. I won't kill you, which was really cool to see in the Daredevil book where, oh, crap, I've been giving people, you know, massive concussions and they don't ever come back from this and see, whatever. I would use a better comparison of how Batman solves Gotham's issues versus how Nightwing solves Bloodhavens. Like, Batman's, yes, I'm going to beat up the bad guys, blah, blah, blah. Nightwing's like, no, we can also be good people and, like, uplift Outside the city. Outside the mask. Right. So, I think that's a, for me, that's a better comparison. Is like, okay, they're not completely different, but they are different enough. Like, okay, there's yeah. a definite difference between how they're solving that problem. Right. Or even Batman versus Superman of, Superman's like, no, I'm the the beacon of light, the just hope, justice, blah, blah, blah. Batman's like, no, no, punishment time now basically and it's just two different ways to solve that yep uh but going back to the me love the dark there is a way if done properly i mean we don't know yeah Yeah. i I, I don't write comics yeah we just criticize them (laughs) (laughs) i just thought about that scene from ted lasso where he's like uh, we, we criticize it but we just we, we're not there with them, you know, to yep. try to make them better. So. Uh, what's another one on your list, Jared? Uh, one I hadn't read until we started doing the podcast, which um, I wouldn't mind reading a few more X books, but House of M. House of M was really good. <laughs> I I enjoyed it, but I don't read X-Men. Sure. So no. I don't have that comparison. Just so you, you know, know I mean? this this story arc right here, uh, I'm showing off some of the Judgment Day stuff to Jared. Uh, that's the lot. That's where I'm ending. Really? Like once it's over, I'm I'm done subscribing. Until they do another big thing of an Because inevitably they'll get you. Because same with me. Like I stopped right now too, but eventually they'll do a new shakeup of one way form or another. I'm curious. I, I don't know if they can. I don't know. I'm probably gonna read it next year when they do Fall of X. Because that has been announced for next year, where it's the other shoe is finally yeah, the one we've, sure. we said like okay, we're waiting for the shoe to drop. Right, it's finally coming to head. And it could be that House of M was kind of the whole MCU, not just X Men focused. Like Spider Man played a big role in that book. Wait, am I thinking of a different one? Oh, you're talking about House of Yeah, House of X. I heard House and Powers of X. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. That's why I was like, 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 wait, do I have this wrong? That's what I was like, what are you looking at? That's what I heard. Yeah, I'm I'm like, do I have this completely wrong? No, no, you're right. Do we have to start this over to cut this out? No. It Um, registered as House and Powers of X. It's Adrian's fault for throwing off. Okay, yeah. Dang it, Adrian. No, but uh, House of M. Yeah, House of M. That was really good. Spider-Man was heavily featured. I love what they, they just had a quick cameo of Cap as an old man. You know, they changed so much and had some core characters in there mm-hmm. that it made it bigger than the X-Men. So it was more general audience had that appeal to sure. it. It was so. an X-Men book, but it affected all of the Marvel comics. Right. Like if you're reading it, you're like, okay, I know you're not reading X-Men right now, but this will be important. You should check it out because yeah. there'll be enough ripples that go through everything. Right. And House and Powers was similar. Like you may not be reading X-Men, but eventually, you know, Marvel's going to tie everything together. Right. 
if you're not reading X-Men, you should read this, A, because it's really good, B, because it will affect everything else going yeah. forward as well. Um, yeah, House of M, for me, kind of, it reminds me that right now DC is doing something similar with the Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah. Not the same, but definitely similar where the in DC, like, oh, what if the world didn't have a Justice League? And by doing that, everyone, all the Justice League members are their own, like, pocket dimension where it is similar to House of M, which is what they want. Yeah. It puts them in that. So, like, uh, Superman is living out in the field in the middle of nowhere, Farm. doing nothing. Like, oh, that's what he wants. For some reason, Batman is steampunk. I don't get why that was his. But it seems they're like, oh, we're granting your wishes so that way you stay out of our way so we can mess up with the whole universe. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of, like, oh, you, you're a fan of House of M, aren't you? Like, yep. you just did a DC twist on that a little bit. A little bit, yeah. So. It is cool to see like some of these things. Like we've done a couple episodes of who done it better, you know. So yeah, maybe Dark Crisis turns into who did it better, Dark Crisis or House of M. Which didn't we compare another thing with House of M with DC? That they I did? think so, but I can't remember Justice? what it was. Uh, no, it was uh, Flashpoint. Flashpoint, oh, yeah, because yep, that was their they, alternate. They went yep. in and then came back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one book I want to mention that I read because of the podcast, Mouse. Same here. That was one that I was like, okay, it's been on my to-do list forever. It's been around. It's won so many awards, yada, yada, yada. We stopped carrying it for a while. Then the school in the South, I forget what state, like, oh, we're banning it. So everyone's like, well, screw you. We want to read it now. So yep. all of a sudden, it, you know, spiked Had all that, the sales charts yeah. and everything. Uh, how do you get someone to read something? Tell them they're not allowed to read it. That's how. Yep. And but it was a good book. It was good. Yeah. I still haven't read volume two yet, but volume one, it's weird to say it's a good book, but it's definitely not like, oh, yay. Like, it's a heavy thing because, I mean, yeah. it's about the Holocaust. So right. it's not a take this lightly. Like, okay, no, take this with, yes, it's not 100% fact checked with everything, but it's about a guy that's interviewing his dad about how yeah. he went through the Holocaust. Right. It was from that perspective. Right. Um, and I love the way they, uh, how do I say, like almost PG'd it. Like, okay. They, and they made it clear of who were the Nazis, who were yeah. the Jews, who were the sympathizers in between. And how right. did you cloak yourself and everything? Uh, like how the rats were the Jews, the cats were the Nazis and the pigs, pigs were just the general public that were yeah. there. Um, so how his dad, when he was under disguise, you know, trying to not look Jewish, he'd be in the book, he'd be wearing a pig mask. Right. Like, that's cool to see that like, oh, we tried to alter our appearance. And, you know, obviously in the real world, I could see you're wearing a mask that has a string behind right. like tying together. Like it's really cheesy, but it gets the point across of how they're doing that without, because you can't go into super detail with this book. No. Because of the digest size too. It's not even a full no. art size. And the art itself is very simplistic. It is. It's black and white. It is gritty, yeah. which I think that leans into its advantage with that right. too, um, because you don't want to be bright and colorful and cheery and everything. Like, no, this is a serious subject. That I think the tone of the book does a good job relaying that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was by Art Spiegelman, who did the art and the writing. Uh, Adrian, what's one on your list that? Uh, one of the more recent ones that kind of get me uh, thinking and just kind of analyzing things again was uh, Neverlanders. Uh, we talked about that just a couple weeks ago and, and maybe a month ago. And it was just one of those solid books, Tom Taylor, that just kind of uh, it was a fun take on an established universe. Um, 
we we I don't even know in the books that in the that we ever get closure um, beyond a certain point. <clears throat> and so Taylor went a little bit further and kind of killed people, and then kind of made a, uh, for lack of a better term, Neverlanders the next generation. You know, yeah, type yeah. of thing. It's it's the same thing, only not. There's a twist um, on it, and it was just it was solid. It was it was a it was a good book, and it kind of even I, I remember even speaking poorly about us in the sense of like how serious do we take these? These things were not. Uh, you said um, we, we were talking about it in the store. We called them funny books. Well, we didn't because we were all not alive when people that were reading this called them funny books. Um, but they these things were never meant to be taken as seriously as we are taking them today. These right. comics were not meant to do that. But now we're getting things, and 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 we get these really cool messages. I talk about um, my simple thesis with the X Men. You know, Charles Xavier is Martin Luther King, and Magneto is 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 Malcolm X. They both want the same thing, but they're willing to be completely. Uh, different in their approach to get there, you know, and and, and the books, the, the X books started in the in the '60s, so it really worked out really well um, that they could throw in these big messages at the audience through funny books. Well, and just how X Men in general are an alg- are an analogy for other minorities, like oh, of how they're being persecuted, I'm like oh, because oh, they're gonna they're ruining humanity and everything. I mean, Stanley himself said, no, yeah, that's what we're going, that's, it's an analogy of different minorities. Even though as far as, especially when they introduced Kitty Pryde, like, okay, she's the first main Jewish character that they introduced and having that different take on it as well, too. Like, what was that book called? It was, it was, it was like a three issue book that talked about uh, Magneto and, 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 and Kate being Jewish Storm being black. Oh, what was that? It was two issues, three at most. It was in the 80s. Oh, crap. I cannot think of the name. Yeah, I don't know that one. Uh, they actually just facsimileed it recently, too. That's going to bug me. I'm going to totally <laughs> I don't know. But uh, uh, we've talked about Batman books. Uh, one, two... There's, if we're talking Three, DC, we're chances are we're four, talking Batman. five times. So Batman's taken up the majority of our list in terms of a singular story or, or singular character. character, not story. Uh, so um, we did. Uh, we've done. We've done a lot of different stories from different um, publishers. We did White Knight. We did Hush. Batman and Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo. That's right. Um, we did. Um, the Court of Owls. Oh, that's right. Yep. Yep. And Fortnite Batman. Yeah. So which was again surprisingly was, good. Yeah, it was fun. Uh in this is I mean, I I wanna speak for you, Jared, who never plays the games. Batman Fortnite. Oh no, I play Fortnite. Oh, oh did you? Yeah, okay. with my nephew. My nephew's gotten me into it, and then last season they had Darth Vader. So I'm like, well, I gotta get Darth Vader if I'm gonna play this. <laughs> you and, know. And this season they got Spider Gwen. Yep. Uh it's but, a like, fun game. But even still, like the amount of lack of story there should be. Oh yeah. In that book of Batman Fortnite, 
holy crap. Like, right. This is, it was actually a, it was a good love story, too. Yeah, it was Batman and Catwoman. Batman and Catwoman. And then just the actual detectiveness. It showed his detectiveness. It showed that he is the Dark Knight with his fighting abilities. Yes. Like, it had a little bit of everything that, like, oh, what would you think of Batman and Fortnite? Like, it's, it's so weird to think, like, oh, crap. This is good. Right. So, and, yeah. I, I forgot we even talked about that one completely. Yep, that one was pretty good. Um, one, oh. uh, one of them, uh, before I pass it back off to you, one of them that surprised me was uh, one of Adrian's favorites was Die. Yeah. I really enjoyed that one as well. The that RPG. had a solid story to it. It was a fun story with uh, the kids getting sucked into the game, very much Jumanji-ish. They come back, what, 20 years later or whatever, how old they were. I don't remember those the, small details They like went that. in the world. They came back out of the world like six months later because they were all missing and then the, the whole and then book they did, grew up then the whole that's book right. did a time jump when they that's grew right. up yeah that's right about 20 30 years later right and then they went back in to find the one kid who their their one friend who they thought was dead and everything it was a great story and I could see why that one had the traction to keep going how many issues did it go to do you 20. know it went to full, 20 full issues but four that volumes was, four volumes but that issues, was yep. their story arc that wasn't like Oh, the book's canceled, right? Yeah, yeah. They they they, they had started and ending. finished it, and each volume they had a, a like a three four month break, and they left you wanting more, and it was like, and someone's still alive, and this is someone's kid, or right now we discovered something else that we had didn't even think about, and then it's the end. But it ended on its own terms, right? right. And that's the big thing that changes a book. Like, oh, it got canceled versus no, it's. It told the story it wanted to tell, mm-hmm. right? And then not dragging it on for however long. Right. Like, okay, we're done. We're looking at yep. you, the Clone Wars. Uh, I'm looking at you, the Clone Wars. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Walking Dead. I mean, that one Kirkman himself said he wanted to end like 20 issues earlier, but he just couldn't do it. Yeah, and then he eventually did. Yep, and yeah, don't even go into that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, one since you mentioned Batman, I have I have to mention the White Knight stuff. Yes, um, well, there's the White Knight Beyond the White Knight. Uh, White Knight Prisons Harley Quinn and uh, Curse of the White Knight. It's not not reading one of what I just said, but those are all that are out right now. Red, to, to say about Beyond, uh, I guess yep, Beyond I is did. But the Red Hood one. Yeah, well, the Red Hood will probably I would I would hope be collected in the Beyond the White Knight. Okay, I would hope. Yeah, I would hope so too. But I don't I don't know for sure. Uh, but that whole Murphy verse, I say that because it's written by Sean Murphy. Where did they put the Von Freeze issue? Uh, I think that was in. Curse of the White Knight. That's where it came out. Like because that's when where we, they really, because when we released. read the White Knight, it was not in that. So no. I think it was in Curse then. We haven't reread that one right. yet. Right. Um, but yeah, it, it's a good. What if Batman went extra crazy and forced a bunch of drugs down Joker's throat by pure chance, sort of, and makes him go sane? We don't really know if it's actually by chance or not. Like oh. They alluded to, like, Joker actually planned that, too. Like, okay, I'm going to break you and make you give me these drugs. That'll fix me. Ha, ha, ha. Joke's on you. I'm sane now. I feel like he said it in kind of a sarcastic way. Like, wouldn't it be great if yeah, you that's did the way this I and that, that happened? Yeah. I feel like that's kind of... Yeah, but with Joker, with Joker, who knows if that's yeah, serious that's, or not? That's I mean, also that could, true, too. I mean, yeah. it's hard to say. He's the Joker. Um, but it was such a good story of, like, okay... Uh, the ultimate evil is someone turning to be turning to be a politician. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, which was really awesome that he he ran for mayor and actually had a, a really good shot at it. And 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 it, it kind of talks a little bit to well, you have to pay attention to what's going on around you. Mm-hmm. 
you know, that's why I tell my kids all the time. You got to pay attention to what's going on around you, not what just people say or, you know, whatever. And um, as the audience, we can say, yeah, Batman, you're a little bit more extra violent in this book, but you're still in the right. Like, yeah. 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 It, it's definitely a, an interesting thought experiment with all of it. I mean, with, and that's the good thing with Batman is, when they're when they are their own universe, they can all be different. I hate it when it's all oh, it's the same universe, but it's completely contradictory to each other. Like, okay, yes. stop that. If it's own universe, then fine. I can sure I'll take it. Right. It is what it is. It's its own thing. Right. Um, and I see DC going more towards the multiverse, especially with the whole, supposedly with Dark Crisis. They're they're bringing back the infinite yeah universes. Yeah, which I hope they do, and they hope they touch base on it. They started to do that with the New Fifty Two just a little bit with Earth Two which was um, their version of the Justice League was killed and um, Huntress or the Robin and Supergirl from that Earth escaped and came to Earth 1 and became Huntress and Power Girl. So they touched base on that there and then they had some story arcs and stuff, but they we didn't see a whole lot of the multiverse during that. Right. I'm hoping we do see more now. Yeah, I mean, is it cool to see everything all tied together? Sure, but... More often than not, it's frustrating. Like, oh, but yeah. this is if Batman is doing this, that, and this. When does he have time to sleep? Like, right, and when? Yeah, <laughs> and is Gotham in perpetual night because when we never see him as Bruce Wayne? Like, eventually, someone's gonna realize, hey, right. Bruce Wayne is kind of beat up a whole lot. Yeah, <laughs> and they have some great multiverse stories from back in the day. Some characters they can bring. Um, uh, Dick Grayson, when he was Batman and had the bat symbol with the R in the center of it, um, that was Earth 2, I think, back in the 60s, 70s, stuff like that. Um, I think they can bring a lot of those characters back and do some solid story arcs with them. I would probably keep a miniseries and do one-offs with them, but I think they could be a lot of fun. I mean, how many times have we said miniseries are the way to go? Because you can jump in, jump out anytime you yeah. want. and it's, There's not it's a long-term investment. Well, and, the, and the writers can do a lot more within that. Like, okay, if you want to have a Nightwing story where Nightwing dies, sure. Who cares? Like, it'll be it'll catch news lines like, oh, he died. But it's, right. it's um, like a what, multiverse. Yeah, it's yeah. like what Mar Marvel did with Spider-Man. Right. Well, yes, like the when, death of Spider-Man. Oh, ultimate Spider-Man. Right. Not, not amazing. Or, oh, he did, but not really. Yeah. Now he's superior. Uh, yeah, it's a cheap gimmick that they're going to exploit. But that's but, okay. Yeah. As long as good stories come out of it, I don't care. Right. And then I think if they get rid of the whole one universe thing, there'll be less less scalpers on that. Like, oh, it's the death of whoever. Death of, like, yeah. no. It's just part of the story at that point and let it breathe a little Injustice. bit. Injustice. Exactly. They killed off how many characters? And, Deceased. Yeah. Both Tom Taylors. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's not afraid to kill characters. No. Don't uh, don't give him the reins to the, the main universe. <laughs> He has Nightwing, and he has no, no. no I mean, like the the true reigns. Keep them as storytellers, you know. Eh, I'm okay with it, but yeah, it's just something that I mean. How many great stories do we see that are not main continuities? Yeah. But I mean, there are some great main ones, but it's good to see some extra stuff, right? Which piggybacking off that a little bit, we did Superman Red Sun also. That was a side story, you know. Superman lands in Russia, and he's raised Russian. You know, that was a good story too. Yeah, it was. And it was not what I thought it was going to be either. Same here. The first time I read it. Because this, when we read it on the podcast, that was the first time I ever read it. So I was like, uh, okay, it's Soviet Superman. Okay, then what? I was like, oh, 
it's more than just that. Like they could have very done, they could have done a whole lot of it being like uh, injustice words. Oh, it's yeah. a civil war arms race sort of thing. But that's not what they did. Like, okay, all the characters are Russian now. Batman's Russian now. Right. Like, oh, I don't know why Superman living in, landing in Russia makes Batman Russian too, but sure, why not? Let's go. Yeah, why it. not? Who gives a crap? It's, right. you know, like it's just a side story. Right. So. Adrian, you haven't talked in a minute, which is odd. <laughs> uh, what's another one for you on your list? Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I wasn't really, I was, I was actually enjoying just listening to you guys. Um, some of the ones that I picked was, uh, Lady Mechanica. Just going to say you uh, had had us read that. I enjoyed that. Transformers. Yeah. You didn't like Transformers though. No. Uh, I just, I, but I remember. But I'm not a Transformers fan. I yeah. enjoyed the, the live action movies, mm-hmm. you know, the big blow them up robots fighting yep. movies, but beyond that, they didn't speak to me as much. There is no sure. personal connection that right. you have with it. Right. Right. For me, uh, Lady Mechanica, though, is the steampunk mystery with a bit of a, the macabre with it, and it just it just works. Oh, it did. Uh, it, it touches on the fantasy um, and uh, going to the whole concept of, of minis, of short stories. Each volume is kind of self-contained where they may make a reference to uh, something that happened in the previous volume, but it isn't critical. Oh, you remember when we saw Bob the Builder and... In Jane Town, and can he fix it? No, he can't. No, no, he can't. Well, that's not that's not what we're doing in this volume, you know, or whatever. But uh, yeah, and it's one that you really can judge it by the cover. Like, oh, it's steampunk. Like you, uh, oh yeah, screams mm-hmm. on the cover. Like, okay, it's a chick steampunk. Look, probably gonna be some sort of fighting within that. Cool, and it delivers. And yeah, and even with her 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 eyes, she's got like these black red eyes. So you're like, oh. Steampunk also, and something... Something else. Something mysterious. What is something mysterious about? Like, what, mm-hmm. what is going on with that? And her, the character itself, doesn't know what's going on, too, which is a good way to do that. Like, oh, I'm lost about my history, so are you. Here we go anyway. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Let's go on this adventure together. One that we read that we read partially because of the show, Moon Knight. Yes. Um, that was one of those that like, I read. I was like, holy crap, this is great. Right. Uh, it's Moon Knight Volume 1, The Midnight Mission it's of the current series. Volume 2 just came out a couple weeks ago. Uh, I still have it on my shelf. I just haven't read it yet myself. But it's we read it because the show is coming out. There's hype about that. Let's see how it was. And this, was was my awesome. first, this is my first Moon Knight I ever read. Same here. And like, okay, this is cool. I've yeah. read, and I've read him in other books. Yeah, in team-ups and stuff like that, yes. But this is the one that actually focuses on him. I was like, oh, I like the different personalities, but not full-on like, oh, we're at cl- we're at odds with each other, which right. I think there, some of the other volumes had that where they were trying to fight each other, take control. At this point, they've established, okay, you take care of the business, you take care of the fighting, you, you take care of the civilian life. Like it has that balanced out, and it it has done really well to have that, and them not just being fighting just for sake of fighting, but like, okay, we want to protect our city. Like we need to protect people because we have these powers and responsibility, and we need to do that. So yeah, that was one like I read. I was like, "Dang it, this is I really enjoy it." We end up buying it, and I'm subscribed to the trades going forward on that one too. Yeah, uh, Miss Marvel was like that too. We uh, read the first volume of Miss Marvel for the show. That was Kamala Khan's Miss Marvel. Yep. No normal. Yep. Um, it was good. It wasn't my, up my alley. I'm glad I read it. It was a fun book, but you know, it was just wasn't for me. 
it's, it wasn't written for me it, either, though. You're not the target target demographic, right? Kind of like with the, the Batman. Well, like Batman Scooby Doo. Like we read it, it wasn't our target. We, it's not like, oh, this is something I should love. Like, oh, right. it's fine. It's fine for what it is. If you're a fan of that, you were probably going to love it, right? And I don't know. Looking back on it, though, it kind of reminds me of your argument, Adrian, about Neverlanders. Of who was it for? Right. Who is Batman Scooby Doo for? Yeah. Because how many kids are actively watching Scooby-Doo these days? Right. I don't know. Adrian, you're the only one here that has kids. We don't watch a lot of TV, to be perfectly honest. And part of... In, okay, what service would I even watch Scooby-Doo on? If Because I don't have cable, so is it on a streaming service? I don't know. I remember watching it as a kid. Right. So I got the references that was in the book from that. Right. But how many of those are like, oh, I'm buying it for my kid because they should like Scooby-Doo. Should they? Do they have any exposure to it? I, I don't... I genuinely don't know. It just seems an extra dated thing. But then again, they're coming out with a new Scooby-Doo movie. Like yeah. Every year they come out with a new one. Like, oh, here's another one. Oh, here's another one. Oh, here's a live action one. And it just, they, apparently it's a popular enough IP that they keep making more of it. So, uh, One last one that I want to mention that is on my list that we read that Adrian and I have been reading since, you know, it came out in single issues. The Nice House on the Lake. Oh, yeah. We haven't read the volume for the podcast yet. I feel like we should because there's it's a dense story. That, it's super dense. Yeah, and I started the first like couple issues, but I never put put it on my pull list. So at, at this point, I'm thinking when we talk about the podcast, have been okay. Yeah. So uh, I, that was one I felt it, I, trade would be better. I think it will be, and honestly, I think it'll be wait till all twelve issues are done and read it that way too. Like oh, I've enjoyed yeah. it so far. Well, the first when, volume only goes one through six. Issues. Six issues. Is it? Is it four? I thought it was I thought six. it was going to end up being like like an odd number. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't have. It doesn't say here in front of me. But it's one that it's a twelve issue series. I'm going to recommend read it all when it's done. Mm-hmm. It's hard to recommend right now because it that could, first volume it could it could really land poorly. Well, and just in this volume specifically, it ends on a very meh. Like there's no major cliffhanger ending. It's just it just. No, okay, because and? I think the whole ep- the whole episode, the whole issue was, yeah, we did, uh, kind of that cliffhanger moment, like uh, the issue shoe, one. Issue the one has shoe a cliffhanger dropped, and then issue ten, the rest is building back up. Right. Now there's the most recent issue, issue seven that we just read. I think it was seven, where either six or seven are like, oh crap, like this is good. I know you said you stopped reading for a little while. You read no, the issue, most. That re- was issue ten. Was that issue? Okay, so yeah. Nine, ten. Either way, the most Whatever. recent one, you stopped reading, you read this one, and like, holy crap. Yep. Some major stuff happened. Yep. And Which is interesting because if it is ten, <clears throat> they're going to take two issues to finish it. To, to Yeah. To finalize the story and cement it all. So we're going to get, hopefully, we're gonna get a lot of story. A lot of stuff, a lot of explanation, and, and a lot of... Uh, It'll be interesting what the writers do to go, what direction they pull the audience to then in, in this next issue to where they end with the audience. Right. But it is it is a weird mystery, especially for it being labeled under DC. Now, it is a black label DC book, mm-hmm. but be as far as we can tell within the DC universe continuity, I, mean, I don't... they're around. Right, we don't, but. and that's the thing. Is like, it's hard to say until this ends. Like, mm-hmm. is it actually? I don't know. Because they, I mean, it's whatever world it is. It's in a world where there is Superman. Because mm-hmm. like the first issue, they have like Twitter and everything. Like, oh, where's Superman? Where's the Justice League? Where, right. where's all this going on? And I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. There's a lot I don't know about this, but I'm enjoying it. 
The only thing that I could be really upset with is it was all a dream. Uh, if they do that, I'm... Nope, it's a simulation instead. Same difference. <laughs> I, I, I do hate it when a book is really well done throughout and then ends poorly. Yeah. I thought the same thing. I, that's why I just looked up. I'm like, did we read Fight Girls? Yes. For yes. the show, right? And I loved the first five issues. Was, and then issue six was like, It was only five. Really? It was the first four of the five. Yeah. Okay. So the first four, I really liked. It was, it was like, oh, this is a really good It was cool. action-packed. Mm-hmm. It was... It reminds me a lot of the book we read two weeks ago, King of Spies. We're like, okay, yep. a whole bunch of action. Here we go. Here we go. And then just. And eh. even throughout the story, there's this really like interesting mystery. Like, what are you looking for? And then you find, oh. And that was it. That Really? That was. Yeah. No, that's I, where we were going? I can still recommend the book because the ride, sure. the ride was fun. Yeah. The destination kind of fell a little flat, but it was a fun ride along the way to see the different biomes, the action, right. mm-hmm. the eliminations, mm-hmm. how they the ran. The art was good. Yeah. Uh, I just, the my favorite part was still for the first issue, where, all right, girls, we're going to band together and blah, blah, blah. The other girl comes up, hits her with a rock, survive of the fittest, go. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> we're not, this isn't a teamwork. This isn't team building exercise. This is winner take all. Let's right. go. Right. And I, I really enjoyed that part. Like, okay, that set the pace for the book of, oh, this is going to okay. be, this is going to be an action story. Right. Right. Yeah. I thought I, but things that fall and, and, and yeah, it's like, come on, you could have done better. That's right. why I think I liked the me you love in the dark all the way through. Cause it did. Cause the, the ending was solid. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, same with Neverlanders. The ending was solid. Um, I, I thought the current book I'm reading right now, once in future, uh, I think the, the ending, there were a couple twists at, in this issue that I'm like, I don't know that I would have done that, but okay, fine, whatever. Uh, and it, it still holds. I, now I want to go back and read Once in Future, the actual book, um, because I'm wondering if the message is still essentially the same. But yeah. All right. So that's roughly our 99 episodes plus whatever we missed along the way. And. Some tangents included, which is very apropos of our podcast. Like, yeah, we, always, never, we never go on there's tangents. There's always tangents along the way. Um, this uh, is a highly scripted show. Yes, and we <laughs> follow it to a T, a lowercase T. Uh, yeah. Uh, with that, so let's talk about books that came out this week. Uh, Wednesday, October 12th, 2022. I'll be honest, folks. I don't have a whole lot. Uh, October is very horror heavy. Mm-hmm. I'm not much of a horror guy. Mm-hmm. So other than my normal subs that I'm like, oh, it's a Miller series. Like, it's hard to recommend. Like, eh, there's not a whole lot I can recommend this week because it's like, oh, horror this, horror that. I do have a couple still. Um, I'll kick it off first with The Approach Number 1 came out this week. Um, this one, I really enjoyed it until the end <laughs> because it has a horror, has a horror supernatural ending. Like I, I was so invested in the main story itself. Uh, it takes place in this, uh, rural airport, USA. That's like a layover airport. Like it's not a destination. It's just where people go to get in a connecting flight, but it's a small airport where, uh, it follows this main guy that is his job to clear the runways whenever the storms come through. So he has a snowplow, um, He's recruiting. He has a new person that he's teaching on and everything. They're doing that. 
uh, there's a big snowstorm coming in. Like, okay, are you guys ready? You guys ready? You know, the tower has its own independent generator. They established that. They established a bunch of ground rules of what's going on. Like, well, if the power goes out, you will be safe there. If, you know, this happens, we'll be good here. They do a really good job of setting up really well. Of course, the scheduled flight comes in. Like, sorry, guys, you know, bad weather. We're going to unload your plane, get you all your luggage, because in case the power goes out, you'll need the extra clothing and stuff, because we're not... We're not a residential area. We're an airport. You know, we're not built for all of this and that and the other. And they take care of that. But once that lands, there's another flight that randomly shows up and crash lands. And there's some mystery going on with that random. What book was this? And this is The Approach, number one. Like I said, I really enjoyed it. Out of um, how many? Is it already a scheduled mini or? Uh, I do not know. Because that sounded fun. Yeah. I want to read it now. Yeah, it, it is. I really enjoyed it. It just it has a weird supernatural ending to it. Like, okay, if they do if they do it, like, kind of like the meal of the dark where it's just sprinkled in here and there and you have the main story, cool. If it does the full, I, I'm afraid, the whole story is going to be what that end was, then like, eh, that's why I'm like, okay, I'll wait and see issue number two, see how that goes. Um, but I'll probably read it and trade at this point because... I love the the world building they did of this main guy that's like, oh, I'm too old for this sort of mentality of the character. Let me see the book. Oh. It is on my phone because I didn't bring it with me. Oh, that one. Yeah. Okay. It's it's AVA or AWA or... Uh, it's Boom, actually. Oh. It's Boom Studios. Why didn't I get it? I don't know. I've been loving things that Boom does. Uh, but yeah, it, it's one that I was like, okay, I'm curious. Let's see where it goes. Sure. So that is the approach. Jared, what's one that stood out to you? Surprisingly, I picked up, uh, well, uh, Dark Crisis uh, uh, tie-in. It was the Green Arrow story. This was actually pretty good. Um, it's kind of more of a love story of... No, I'm just surprised that it was good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. You're, some you're of the, the tie-ins, DC guy. Some tie-ins, some tie-ins are, are have great. not been yeah. great with this so far. The cover actually kind of alludes to maybe not so good i've seen i don't know yeah the interior art's much better oh yeah mm-hmm. um the it's pretty much different love stories with uh green arrow and black canary through the multiverse a little bit they were fun i enjoyed them so That's, i don't want to give too many spoilers away or anything but that was the book i was talking to you about earlier okay this was good and i I would recommend it, even if it's even if you're not reading Dark Crisis. I think you can actually read this as a standalone story arc. So this is multiple stories in here. Yes, it doesn't feel like a multiple story book. No, like it's we've seen so with like a couple a, of them are only a couple pages. Spider Man book recently, and There's the Wonder Woman book kind of recently. One underlying story, but overall, it's multiple stories. All right. Is it how we normally get like different artists doing different stories? A little bit, yeah. Right. Yep, you'll get to a page where the art completely shifts and you're like oh this is a completely different story yeah which so. i like when they do that because sometimes like oh wait what's going on oh wait oh, right okay, cool because sometimes this, when it's similar enough i just get you know i flip back oh what, right especially if it's been a linear story and it's the same art and you think it's still linear it's like oh wait what's going on i am completely lost so the what what i hate when they do like okay here's part of the story then a bunch of random filler stuff. Then it continues. Then it ends with the starter story. I hate when they when books yeah. do like, oh, and this is part two of this now. Right. Like, oh, you guys yep. suck. Um, it kind of reminded me a little bit of uh, years ago before they did 
Flashpoint and New 52 and all this, they had, um, when Green Arrow and Black Canary were getting married, and they had their own Green Arrow, Black Canary story art or uh, series. I don't remember how long it lasted. It lasted just a couple years, but uh, it, it felt like that pace, that, that drive, you know, it really focused on the two of them, t in, you know, as a love story. So it was really good. All right. Uh, Adrian, what's the one that stood to you this week? Uh, the ending of Once in Future. Um, Issue number 30. So it went 30. Um, I've loved it all the way through. There was a point around issue 20 where I'm like, uh oh. But then they, they kind of uh, brought it back. It, it all starts off with, we can't let King Arthur come back to life. We cannot bring, let King Arthur come back to life. And we have finality. We have... Uh, we have finality. I'm just going to leave it at that because the whole story is really good. Even the, the dip around issue 20 gets made up for and is like, oh, that's why you did that. Okay. Um, there are things that, that this is a modern day setting with fanta uh, fantastical things uh, happening. Uh, knights and dragons and magic and all sorts of things. Um, the main character, uh, continues on, uh, the ending is sad, kind of, uh, but it makes sense. It's, it's appropriate. It's the right, it's the right thing to do. And even the discovery at the end, uh, kind of talks to the whole point of the book. Um, if we don't learn from our mistakes. We will do them again. History repeats itself. Mm -hmm. uh, which was kind of like the whole kind of ongoing thing. I mean, that was the whole, yeah, the, it's set up at the original, right. where it's like, oh, King Arthur is set to return. That'll bring it into the world. So it's, he, he returns. There we go. Return of the King, Arthur. No, it was just solid book. Uh, I recommend it uh, in trade. I know volume one got an Eisner Award. Uh, it, was, it was solid. And I've apparently have been really getting into the fantastic, into the fantasy stuff because uh, that's kind of where we're going with Batman versus Robin. Yeah. Can I back up for just a second? Yeah. Your cat just reminded me. Um, we had talked about the book Inkblot. So how did this come about with the cat? Because the cat. The, when when editing the podcast uh, one day two years ago. Uh, I heard a cat crying in the window, and it was our cat Inkblot that is now sitting next to Jared. Yep, kicking though, me. Even though he's allergic to cats. Yep, it just kicked me because I think my leg got too close, so it just batted me away. There you go. You'll learn your lesson eventually. Yes, so. And one of these days we will read Inkblot Volume 1 on the podcast because why not? Uh, if we planned ahead this year, we would have done it on the anniversary when we got our ish, but we forgot, so. Got to wait a whole nother year. We'll wait another year. <laughs> uh and my last pick of the week, it's uh, my honorable mention, is The Closet, the trade paperback finally came out. I know I talked about it when it first came out in single issues. It's only three issues long. Um, it sets up where it's going to be, oh, this supernatural closet that's haunting this kid. But the story isn't about that. It's about the relationship between the kid's parents and their fighting. And You didn't want to read that at first. Because I, I read the first issue, I was like, okay, I'm curious, let's see where it goes. Issue two, well, that's odd. There's only one more left. Then I read three, I was like, okay, now what? <laughs> and I'm curious, 
I'm curious to see how it'll read in trade okay. because it is such three, and I've had time to sit on it a little bit. Like, okay, it is not. You know, it's called the closet. Of this kid that has this closet that some supernatural being comes out of. It's not about that. It's so weird. Like, I don't know what it's trying to be, but it's like, oh, that's it's supernatural. But it's really about relationships and the parents and everything. Like, it's it is weird. Um, I'm curious to see how it'll be reading and trade. From what I read in just issue two, because I remember I started, I think it was the cover that was like, oh, what what is this? I want to see this. And I started looking at it. And yeah, that one. Yep. Um, and it, it might have to do not so much with the thing inside the closet, but the thing we kind of keep hidden in our lives, because obviously we see the trope throughout books and movies all the time, daddy issues, mommy issues, and the things that we keep hidden from our own selves and how it manifests into our own lives later in life. Right. Yeah. It was weird, but I had time to sit on like, okay, I think I know what they're going for and I'm okay with it. <laughs> but, but that's why it's my honorable mention too. Like, okay. Uh, I, I enjoyed it, but it's, I don't know who to recommend it to. We'll, we'll read it on an episode later and then you guys can discuss on what you think about it too. I want to get into comic books. Read this about the supernatural awfulness that's probably hidden inside your heart because your parents went through a divorce. What? <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> yeah. The more you know. Do, 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 do. Uh, so yeah. Uh, Jared, what's another pick of yours for this week? Um, are you doing this one at all? Nope, I already did my two. Okay. I figured you, you're just going to do two. I, I, I think we should tag team. I think all three of us are okay. going to talk about this well, one. Well, Star Wars was good. So if somebody else was going to do this, no, I was one, not going to do Star. Hey, I, you're the one still reading Star Wars here, bud. Okay, I'm the last one. You know what? And you go for it. You I'll go, go, girl. For it. I'll go. You know for what? It. Because if you remember, uh, we looked it up last time. The first between New Hope and Empire Strikes Back went like 70 some odd issues. Yeah. So you're only on issue 28. 28. So you know what? You go. We'll go for that one. All right. Um, if you remember from last time, dear listeners, because I don't think you guys will since you're not reading it anymore. Two weeks ago in a yes. neighborhood right where uh, we're at. We have some of the red uh, or the red, the Crimson Dawn. Um, That's like kind of the red dawn. They were... Imper- they were in the Empire as Wolverine. plants and sp- <laughs> Wolverines. He's sorry, you did Red Dawn. I just <laughs> mm-hmm. No, that's fine. I was, I was sad that you were looking away. And, oh, yeah, go, go. You might actually like this issue. Okay. So Luke Skywalker has interactions with Hera. Uh, so I'm pulling you back in, uh, aren't I? So, but it, uh, listeners, um, you guys know that I love the Star Wars Rebels show. Yeah, I was a huge fan of of of, of Ghost yeah. Squadron, and 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 Hera is the uh, leader of Ghost Squadron. Yeah, and she's been in the series background character, kind of like Mon Mothma was. was Mon Mothma was in the movies, so she was there giving the instructions, and then she was gone. We get a mention of her so, in Rogue One, and we see Chopper in the distance, and we see the ghost. That's right. As they fly to Scarif. That's so. right. But uh, this time, she's actually uh, planning a mission with Luke okay. uh, that um, Luke is going to carry out being a rebel and pretty much the only suspected Jedi in the galaxy. He's going to Coruscant to rescue these uh, Crimson Dawn uh, Imperial. They were plants inside the Imperial they were spies, pretty much. Oh, Set, like, yeah, like they, people planted, not plants. Like yeah, plants people planted. planted. Like they I were, was going to say, because he already, yeah. they already did that after right. Return of the Jedi in um, Shattered Glass. 
uh, uh, they did like a four issue. Uh, they did a four issue uh, mini. Crap! What was that? Where he flies out of the Death Star. That's how it opens. And we yeah. Poe's parents. Yes. We meet Mr. and Mrs. Dameron. Shattered. No. I, want, I know. Shattered Empire. Was it Maybe Shattered Empire? Yeah, it was Shattered Empire. And then was at it? the okay. end of it, he goes for which we then realize that one of the trees that he has that he he kept is the one he burns up on Octu. Okay. But the other one is on some other planet somewhere else. Gotcha. So there's still another Jedi planet, which who cares? Yeah. 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 But um, this one was fun. Uh, So, you know, they're basically monitoring, you know, distress signals, things like that. And they get this distress signal from those Crimson Dawn people who are escaping from the Empire right now. And Luke's like, I don't know. There's something about them. I, I think we should check this out. You know, they're like, yeah, you've got the force. Let's trust that. You know, so they're like, so Luke's like, I'm going to go. And he dresses in, as an Imperial officer and he goes to rescue this this family, the, the Crimson Dawn people. So I'm going to leave it at that for the readers who haven't read it yet. Uh, I'm not going to spoil it or anything. I've enjoyed the last few issues oh, of is Star Captain Wars. America? Very much so. Yep. So, and Adrian, why is Batman versus Robin your other pick of the week? Uh, you guys actually talked about it, I think, the last episode that I was on, uh, issue one, and I, it piqued my interest. And uh, this week I saw that issue two came out, and so I, I got them both, issue one, and issue one ends with uh, this, it starts with the mystery of Alfred being alive after he's been killed, and uh, we do kind of see uh uh, Devil Zenneza uh, appear at the end, yeah. and so I, I know we talked a little bit about you guys talked about it because I hadn't read it. Uh, that Damien is probably possessed or something magical is going on, which is kind of alluded throughout the whole beginning of the issue. But then, um, just seeing them both fight each other, and then uh, seeing this mystery unfold around uh, Bruce. And who Alfred is and where he comes from and kind of this uh, adventure world building because it this fits right in with Halloween right now. We are dealing with all of the magical elements uh, in the DC Universe. Um, and it's really cool to see this play out as far as um, who's trapped, who, who's been incapacitated, uh, certain decisions that Bruce makes to not go for help um who is a willing volunteer to help and who is being drug into this right, right. uh so uh we get uh some family history i don't know if the family history was known before uh but we also get a reference to uh that book you guys talked about when 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 robin when damien was on some island fighting for his life and he could die only not only that was robin volume one okay cool that uh the series just ended before this oh perfect um so it I was like, oh, this is this is super duper fun. I'm really enjoying it. Some of the references, not some, a lot of the references I'm not really understanding. Uh, when they took Ragman's cloak and who these people were in Atlantis, there there are things that I don't understand. Uh, Cain and Abel beyond the biblical, I don't know how they fit in with the with the DC universe, uh, and even the idea that maybe the Lazarus pits have a starting point at some point is and that kind that of was, new that was in the robin book before this okay as well, all right yeah yep uh yeah this book 
is saying, here's a whole bunch of magic users. So like someone like yourself and myself, I don't know the DC universe that deep, let alone the magic users. They're like, oh, I, I know maybe a third of these. Yeah. I've heard of Ragman, but I don't know what his abilities are. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of felt like Bruce did when he met the set of the third character, when he meets uh, Cynthia. Uh, so he's like, okay, so the other two were Cain and Abel. So who are you, Eve or right. or uh, Lilith? And they're like, please. What other Bible character are you? Is what he's going for. Like, who else? Um, but the, it has a good. In- it has a very good cliffhanger ending, which I have theories on. It might be bunnies. I'm thinking bunnies. Oh, deal with magic. I've seen plenty of hats in this issue. Right. So, so bunnies are always come out. You pull, pull a rabbit out of the hat. So that's fine. Uh, but I, I, I don't want to cut you off. But also, I don't know what else to say without getting no, spoilers. No, on this. you're good. Uh, I'm really digging. I'm really digging. The fact that there's because Damien has always been kind of vying for the bat throne, and he's the heir to the throne, is is the way he sees it. He's like, yeah. I'm, I'm the only person that can be Batman next, yeah. And well, what I mean is, there, there's still hope that there's legitimate good in him that he, he wouldn't actually try to take the throne he wouldn't supplant bruce on a whim or because he felt the need to he's doing it now because he's under someone else's control you know um i i would imagine that really damien the only time he would fight bruce is dude you're too old you can't do this anymore you physically cannot go anymore uh one thing with this like i'm wondering I'll say like what is the uh, what's the end game what's the end game like yeah, what's the goal of this mm-hmm. like is this dc like saying okay we already have superman son of kal-el john take over the role of superman is this them getting ready to actually put damien in the role of batman also like okay we're phasing out the first you know, the original superheroes we're getting the next generation is that what they're going to lean towards i definitely get hints towards that with this like not just the Teen Titans are like, oh, they're sidekicks, but they're own heroes. And I'm like, no, no, this seems like they're trying to pass the mantle on with this as well, mm-hmm. is the transition that I'm getting out of it. But we we are seeing that even Kal-El has come back, right? Right. So what, that lasted seven issues? But I guess what how long until we get Justice League new class, all new Justice League sort of thing. Sure. Like, okay, we're gonna have a new Batman, a new Superman, a new Wonder Woman, like but I think they uh, did that a couple of years ago. And it, it just, uh, who was it that was talking? Uh, I can't think of, uh, they were talking about these new characters, you know, and, and talking about the diversity of things and what the, what essentially was said was no, nobody's not okay with, uh, uh, Wally West being black, right? He was, this kid, and so they made him black, and and nobody it's, cares about it's that. It's a different Wally, right, Jared? Yeah, it's Wallace West instead of just Wally. Oh, from a different whatever. Yeah. Anyway, the redheaded ones back and everything. No, they're both around and everything, but but what I'm they're, getting they're at they're is both, they flashes and they're both Wallys. It's right. like Spider-Man, and Spider-Man. Right. Nobody was not okay with any of those changes. What they were not okay with was getting rid of the OGs. Yeah, was getting right. rid of and that's what I guess. I wonder that's. I can can we go through a world? Can we live in a world where Bruce Wayne finally doesn't exist? 
Well, I'm wondering with this, if they're going to, like how the Avengers does, there's the Mighty Avengers, then there's just the Avengers, the new Avengers, like that sort of thing. Can we get Justice sure. League and the new Justice League sort of thing? Like where it's where it's not Titans per se. Like, right. okay, these could have been Titan members, but they're, they're still their own thing, right. but have two different classes of Justice Leagues. And in which... is that the same equation that doesn't work though? I mean, DC's done it for a long time with Justice League, JSA, JLA. I mean, well, so... Well, just JSA is a completely... Well, I guess you've got your it, Jay Garrick Flash it, and your Barry right. Allen So there's, Flash, a, there's so enough guess... overlap there. So I'm saying there's... I could totally right. see them doing another Justice League. A, but one a of young those, Justice League. But so one of those books always does better than the other. Always. It does, but it doesn't mean that the other JSA one... JSA doesn't have Batman. Sure. Just because right. the one that doesn't do as well still doesn't do good, though. Right. I mean, they could still sure, do that. Sure, sure. And I, that's what I'm wondering with this. If that's the, okay, we're going to have a new class of Justice League. Just like, yeah, we're going to still have the OGs around. They're doing their own thing because that's money. Why would you not do that? Right. And you'd lose rights and you want to keep that too. Right. Legalize. Uh, so oh, yeah, why not have more? I mean, other than the fact that there is such thing as too much. Yeah. But from DC's How many times view, have we talked about you not more. wanting to read The White Knight? Because at the time... There were too there many bat books. Too many bat books. Right. And there still are. And there yeah. still are. But if ultimately if the quality is there, that will rise above the noise. Right. And if they would sure. were to do this, I love in the uh, John books where, okay, we have Damien show up because like, no, we're friends. We're we know each other no and better than anyone else in the world because no one else lives this life like we do. We're the we are the sons of the greatest superheroes. Mm-hmm. We're a breed of our own. So I love that dynamic and I can see that working potentially in Justly. Like, we are Justly also. We're not, ti- no, no, we're not Teen Titans. That's a different thing. That's right. not what we're going for. But then, yep. how do you get them to stand on their own? Because they, they've established themselves as the sons of whoever, right? And so, can you ever replace them with the new class? Again, I'm not saying replacing, I'm saying co- concurrent. They're going to be there as well. I mean, that's the, that was the argument with, the, with Titans originally. Like, oh, really? They're just the sidekicks. They're making their own book. Why? And then, oh, you fell in love with Teen Titans. And that's like, you read that more than you read Justice League. Yeah. So it's for different sure. different things. Okay. Not saying it has to be a replacement, but it can exist as well. And I'm, I think that's what DC is going to be doing as well. They won't be like, okay, no more the originals. They're all off to the sunset, whatever, write those characters again. No, that, I, I think they that, learned that lesson already. That's leaving money on the table. And they learned that from New 52. Like, oh, we're crap. We messed up on that one. Yeah. So why not have that and this as well? Yeah. And now what I'd like with that is, hey, cut back on. We don't need a million of those books also. Like, no, do we don't need five flashbooks. Just give us one. We don't need five Batman books. Just give us two because we have Detective and Batman. It right. is what it is. And Detective, I like when they were doing... Um... This has been years, but Batwoman yeah. instead of Batman. So it was his own separate story. Right. And they'd overlap every now and then, but all comics do. Is that the black and red one or the one with the full face mask? Black and red one. Yep. So I'm just saying that I, I could totally see them doing that with this. The way the way there is a twist in this, like, okay. Oh, sure. I could see, especially if they keep pushing John, which I love the John story and it works really been well. good. And, okay, have that with this. And... Why not? There's potential there. So that's ultimately where I'm getting with that. Uh, <laughs> My so, one question. Does Bruce know? Will, 
when the mystery we, we can't gets... because that there's that's that's like a major spoiler for the yep. book it just came out we can talk about it after the show so with that who is our heroes of the week comic book or otherwise jared who is your hero of the week comic book or otherwise i am going to go with uh our new executive director because i've got nothing else <laughs> i saw your wheels <laughs> yep. spinning like um, just, um, i did nothing's um, coming up so uh, her name's Amy. I think she's going to do a wonderful job. She was a former staff member. Uh, she's got some big shoes to fill with our old executive director who was there for 37 years. But I think she's going to do a wonderful job. You may need this napkin for your nose. Shut up. <laughs> Adrian, who's your Hero of the Week comic book or otherwise? My heroine of the week is going to be my wife. She uh, Today was her You're going to need first... these for your nose. Yeah, right. uh, <laughs> you're going to need to pass them over here too because I'll be... <laughs> Yeah, uh, she started a new career, and today was kind of her first day. Uh, she just really she's pivoted is a really good word uh, from what she was doing to what she's doing. Uh, it'll be a balance that we'll need to figure out, but yeah, but it's a balance worth fi- worth finding. It's a balance worth finding. I don't know. <laughs> One way to find out financially, yes. I mean, you'll, you'll learn one way or another. Like, okay, it's a learning experience. With success or failure is a learning experience either way of knowing. Would I rather her not? Sure. Yeah. But if but. it makes her happy, then we'll see. I mean, it's hard to tell at this point. I mean, with the first day, you, anytime you get a new job, it's hard to say, oh, this is a good thing, bad thing, based on the very first yeah. day. Like, it's... It just... the the. What I'm not going to like is the stress of figuring it out. <laughs> the who, yeah, the balance of everything. Uh, I'll go next with my heroes of the week are going to be Laura and you guys, since you guys are volunteering to help renovate the basement this weekend, uh, which hopefully shouldn't be too bad. I mean, we're just pulling up carpet, cutting it, laying down, stacked together flooring. Shouldn't be bad. I did warn you that I asked you last week and you said, yeah, after you go to the party. Oh, yeah. It'll be after I get off work anyway. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, we are in the process of renovating everything. Laura's already had a pretty good start on everything. Yeah, she's got a lot done already. Um, and I felt bad. Like, I'm sorry I'm not helping. She's like, honestly, I like doing this by myself because no one gets in my way to, to yell at them. <laughs> now, I think she'll like it even more once we get, okay, we're moving this, moving that. It'll yeah. Be just physically less exhausting. Right. To, okay, Jared, you and I are pulling up carpet. Adrian, Laura, you're moving furniture over while we move it out of the way. That sort of thing. Like, yeah. I imagine. That stuff's going to be easier than having to set down the carpet, move this one piece of furniture a little bit to move that carpet to get the furniture back well, over. Especially you know. the big furniture where it's yeah. just physically easier to, like, yes, it's doable by yourself, but it's going to be so much easier with, okay, you grab right. that end, I'll grab this end. It's hardly any work for either one of us then right. to do that. What is that monitor over there? The monitor over there. What monitor? Oh, the, oh! I see it. The the old school monitor, that's Laura's old computer monitor. Like it's for those listeners, it is an old tube monitor. Like yeah, the old boxes. Why? Uh, you have to talk to her. But I, I mean, yeah, it, it's we don't throw away things, and it has sentimental value. Is the short answer. So, so yeah. Uh, with that, we'll be back next week. Jared, what book are we reading next week? The Walking Dead Volume 1, part of our Halloween Horror Month. Yeah, you remember. Good job. You had that one way better I, than you had the Hero of the Week. I sure did. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll be back next week. We'll read that, and hopefully we'll have more 
projects done within the basement. So we're one step closer. It's going to be, I'm excited to get this thing done because I think it'll be really nice when it's all said and done. But in the meantime, we'll be back and see you all next time on episode 101. Your face is funny. <laughs>